right. So I know this is the first show back from the break. Break well needed. But we're going to talk today. No intros, no no transitions, no nothing. We're going to talk today. I'm going to talk. We're going to talk. I'm going to talk. You're going to listen. But you can talk back in the comments. So definitely leave a comment. And if I get some interesting ones, I will most certainly uh, cover them in the next show. But we're going to talk today. And like I said, none of that, none of the extra fluff is going to be in this. We just going to talk because there's been a lot of things happening of late. And yes, I am still going to get back to the uh, to the Joe Biden lift every voice plan. We haven't finished that. We're going to get back into that. Hopefully Friday. Uh, but if things are still going to where they're going, it'll be next week. Um. But until then, and we have time because Joe Biden doesn't take office until January 20th. And we probably won't really get to see the effects of the plan for a while, years afterwards. So we have time. But we're going to talk about the insurrection attempt. We're going to talk about the capital security response. We're going to talk about the fallout from that. We're going to talk about what should happen, what could happen. And what most likely will happen. We're going to talk about it. And this isn't going to be a long episode. You know, I like to keep my episodes short. But I'm going to I'm going to try to be as thorough as possible in the things that I'm saying. I don't have no notes. I don't have no nothing that I'm going off of. I just felt the need to turn the mic on and get into it. So first off, as we all know, last week, Wednesday, when the Senate or yeah, when the Senate was voting to confirm the election results there was an attempted overthrow of the american government now they will say that they didn't attempt to overthrow the government they just wanted to stop the process stop the stop the count and to really get congress congressional leaders to really think about what was happening the fact of the matter is they stormed the gates they Oh, they climbed the obstacles. They broke the windows. They broke in the buildings. They sat in the seats. They held up the process. They threatened people. And the results are that people have died. Woman was shot. Uh, one of the Capitol security members was uh, beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. Another Capitol security guard was committed suicide. And in an event that they're saying is related to what happened a lot of things happened loss of life injury all of these things happened because these people couldn't accept the results of the election they just could not accept that donald trump lost and it's not even that they can't accept it it's that donald trump himself can't accept the fact that he lost now, this in and, and, and to the Democrats, let's keep this clear. This wasn't a rebuke of the Republican Party. They still on the whole did pretty OK. This was a rebuke of President Trump. People are tired of Trump. But there was a clear insurrection attempt. Now, if you're like me, you are wondering a lot of questions. And I know we've had a lot of time to digest this. This happened last week. 
we've had a lot of time to sit back and reflect. And one of the things I keep thinking about is why were why were why why is the number of people that died so low? These people stormed one of the most secure facilities on the planet at one of the most sensitive times on the planet. And only one person was shot. Now, I'm not advocating for violence or anything of that nature. What I'm advocating for is that people do their jobs. I'm not even on no equality stuff. We all know what would have happened if those people would have been black. Would have been bodies piled to the ceiling. If you want to talk about putting our country at risk, that was a wonderful example of it because we don't those people. There could have been real life terrorists mixed in with those people. And now they get right into the heart of the American government. They set off a bomb. Congress dies. All of, the, you know, like everybody there dies. You know, you're looking at uh, an entire branch of the American government potentially being wiped out. Because security did not do their jobs and prevent people from getting onto the premises without the proper qualifications. Now, there's been a lot of news come out about the Capitol security members being involved with the protest. Several of them have been terminated. There have been a number of investigations opened. The FBI is actually saying that they've opened over 150 cases and they're scouring over 100,000 digital files for evidence. Trump has issued a response, uh, basically condemning the action while not condemning the people, while supporting the people. A very political response. QAnon is here. White supremacists, the alt-right is here. They're not the same, although they look and smell the same. There's a lot of things going on here over this past week. And I didn't want to give an in-depth coverage of what's happening because we know like it's it's literally everywhere. Everybody knows was happening. I'm not even going to answer some of the questions that I've asked in this very show. Like, why why wasn't there more deaths? Why aren't there going to be more people charged? Why have these people been allowed to leave and return to their daily lives? Now, there has been some fallout. Like I said, the 150 cases opened by the FBI. Donald Trump has had his Twitter account banned and his uh, I believe his social media accounts have been banned and the social media companies are in the United States are removing all posts that speak to sedition, that speak to treason, that speak to in the encouragement of any sort of violence. All of these posts are being taken down. It's not enough. And these people are saying that they're being silenced. No, you're not. You're not being silenced. Nobody is taking away your right to free speech. You can still say whatever you want to say, but I don't have to let you say it in my house. You can say it outside. There are public forums, public spaces where you can spout whatever nonsense you want to spout. But nobody has to let you spout that nonsense where they live. These companies are private companies, private corporations. 
and they're permitted to do whatever they want to do in their home. If you have a problem with that, don't use their home. There, there's, there's no other way to say it. Um, there's been a stock market hit for both all of these social media companies that have chosen to remove content. That was expected. But these companies are looking at it in terms of the social positive, the social currency that they're gaining by doing this is going to create a bigger long-term benefit, a larger long-term benefit than the economic price that they're paying right now. So there isn't necessarily, you know, like there isn't going to be a long-term hit from this. While they might be losing social or uh, currency in the stock market, we also have to remember that the stock market is not a direct reflection of real-world liquidity. Real-world wealth is not represented by stock market figures. You know, a company can be super rich according to the stock market terms, but have very little liquid assets in terms of what they can do in the real world. They're poor. So keep that in mind as well. These stock market hit stock market wealth is not real wealth until it can be transferred to liquid assets all the way up until that point is speculative wealth is what you what you might have, what you would have if you could pull this money out and have everything remain exactly as it is right now. But we know just by virtue of you pulling the money out, you change things. So there's that. There's that. But the bigger questions here, sedition charges for members of Congress and the president. Are we going to see that? Joe Biden thus far hasn't made any hard comments on whether or not he'll pursue federal charges when he takes office. All the way up till now, he had been saying that he was not going to pursue charges following in the tradition of allowing presidents to get away with any sort of federal crimes that they've committed scot-free after the end of their term. This might change things. Now, Donald Trump is still going to have to deal with the state charges. There's nothing that Biden can do about that. But the federal charges probably isn't going to nothing's probably going to come from that. So what's going to happen to Trump? I think that largely depends on how Trump moves moving forward. Thus far, Trump has been very accommodating. He's made a lot of changes in his stances. You see that they're releasing more of the COVID vaccines now. They're not holding them back. There have been a number of other things. He was, he's also giving out a large amount of awards and things like that. There was a report just recently. Uh, Bill Belichick was offered the Medal of Freedom, the highest civilian medal that anyone could get from the federal government. He turned it down. But there were two or three other people that actually accepted theirs in quiet ceremonies. He's giving out awards. He's issuing pardons. He's releasing COVID stockpiles. He's he's doing a lot of things to try to turn attention away from this. And he is not taking responsibility for it. He's just kind of trying to shift the attention away from it. Congress has brought up charges of impeachment again. In order for him to be convicted, he's going to be impeached in the House again. This will make, make him the first president in the history to be impeached twice. Is going to He's going to be impeached again. Is the Senate going to confirm? Going to convict? I'm sorry. We got to remember that for that to happen, we need a supermajority. You need 17 Republican congressmen 
to convict. Last time you had one, Mitt Romney. This time I think you might get five or six. Maybe. you. I don't think you're going to get more than 10. So he's not going to be convicted in this Congress, which raises the question of could he be impeached in the next Congress? Well, that's open for debate. There's nothing in the Constitution that says that a president can be can't be impeached after his term. But you could bet your ass the Republicans will fight it. They would make all kinds of legal challenges to it. And that's when we get into the real the real interesting part of this, because most of those judges were put in place. Most of the judicial system at this point has been put in place by Donald Trump. And they have expressed loyalty to him. All they're looking for is a shred of evidence to give him what he wants, something to make it make sense. And they're willing to make it make sense. They're willing to go that distance. So will the Democrats even try it? I don't know. I think they should. But even if they did, would they be able to get enough Republicans on board to make a difference even in the next Congress? I don't know. I don't think so. I think that me personally, and I could very well be wrong, but me personally, I don't see the Republicans coming on board and agreeing to convict Donald Trump without a major shift in the American psyche. And I don't see that happening anytime soon. If what happened last week did not change people's views, and it largely didn't. People that were on the fence leaning away from Trump, now they're leaning harder. People that already hated Trump, they hate him more. Those people that really loved Trump, they have not changed their opinion of him. They might think, yes, he went a little bit too far with the rhetoric. And some of them, even in saying that, are saying, yeah, but he didn't make those people do that. They're putting more of the blame on the people than the man who incited it. You also got to look at the fact that many of these Republicans went back into that chamber and voted not to certify the election results. Many of these same Republicans still feel like Trump is in the right for what he's been saying and doing, and they back him. I don't see a conviction happening. Now, for those of you asking the question, why should they impeach him in the first place? Personally, I think it's to send a message that this is not okay. Honestly, I think it's a message that Donald Trump has needed to get several times throughout his presidency, if not his life. But we're just talking about him as a president. He needs to get the message that this is not okay. Not just for him or his worshipers or supporters, but also for future presidents to know that there will be a consequence for you inciting an insurrection, for you engaging in sedition, for you fueling the passions of people and try and 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 really if we're being blunt about it, this is treasonous. This is treasonous. They're trying to overthrow a duly elected government. I do think we're witnessing the end of something. I have my ideas about what it is, but the magnitude of it, I'm not sure yet. 
but I do think we just witnessed the end of something more significant than Donald Trump's presidency. But in addition to sending the message, yes, you do have all of those other things like barring him from becoming uh, running for office again in 2024, which if we're being honest about that, that requires a whole nother process. If they convict him, it is removal from office. That other punishment mentioned in the Constitution about barring someone from running for public office again. That's something that has to be agreed upon by the Senate. How do you go about agreeing upon that? Is it a simple majority or is it a super majority? How do you go about how do you go about that? Because he very well he very well may be impeached and removed from office, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to take that extra step of barring him from future office. Everything else is extra. The only political recourse that you have here is to remove him from office. That is the only automatic thing that comes with a with a uh, senatorial conviction. Everything else is extra because you have to remember impeachment is not punishment for criminal activity. It is a correction for political flaw. Somebody got in office that shouldn't have gotten in office. Impeachment is the tool that you use to correct that political error. Dealing with the punishment of someone engaging in a, cr a criminal activity while in office is something that happens after they're removed from office. That's a separate process altogether. So we have to stop thinking about this impeachment as being something that is going to teach Trump a lesson or as being something that is going to rectify what's happening. Being impeached is not a criminal conviction. It's a political one. And I know I've said that two or three different ways, but I really need to stress that. That's what it is. That's what it's for. So the primary purpose of an impeachment in this situation with a few days left in his presidency is simply to send a message. Nothing more, nothing less. That is it. Send the message. Now, should they wait? I've already addressed that. I think they should impeach him now. And I think if the opportunity comes to impeach him later where they could get a conviction, I think they should. I think this is something that has to be marked in history. Like we're not talking about a difference of opinion here or we're not talking about disagreeing with a guy's policies. We're talking about somebody that incited. Incited an attempted overthrow of a duly elected American administration. An American government, a presidential candidate from coming in and having the results certified. That is treason. In any other time period, in any other situation, these people would be killed by the state. That's the level of severity we're talking about with what just happened. And these people were permitted to take selfies to showcase themselves violating these places that they say are sacred 
and to go home and now to complain about having their social media access removed about being put on no fly list. So that's the level of disconnect. And that's how out of touch everything is with the severity of what happened. Top level officials are resigning. They're saying that Trump needs to resign. And even if he does resign, I still think he needs to be impeached and convicted for it. And I think he needs to face criminal charges, not just him. I think members of Congress should be expelled for co-signing all of this. They should be expelled and they should be barred from holding political office. I honestly think any wealth that they've accumulated should be stripped from them and should be used to take care of the people that are being brutalized all over the country. Because something else is happening that not a lot of people are talking about is people are being brutalized all over the country by these mobs. There are reports coming from all over the country about black people and other people being brutalized, being beaten, being being harassed, being abused by these mobs of Trump supporters. That's something else that's not really being mentioned that needs to be talked about. This isn't just about what's happening in D.C. This is about what's happening all over the country. Top level officials are resigning. One of the things that's interesting about that is the uh, Secretary of Homeland Security resigned. Within a couple weeks of the Joe Biden inauguration. Now, I do think that if things continue to look bad, they're going to have an extraordinary inauguration. And what that is, is just a quick inauguration without the fanfare. Um. Because the, De the Secretary of Homeland Security, who is responsible for security at the inauguration, resigning, throws the potential security plan for the inauguration into chaos. At a time when these people are talking about regrouping and trying again, they're still standing on their block that Biden will never be president. Members of Congress need to be expelled. Every last single one of them that co-signed, encouraged, or stood in support of this behavior need to be kicked out of Congress. All of them. Every single judge, every single member of Congress, every single member of any branch of government that supports this activity. I'm not talking about whether or not they agree with Donald Trump that supported this activity of attempting to overthrow the government should be removed from their position, from their post. To include military members. Dishonorable discharges. So that's what I think should happen to Congress. Now, as far as the supporters go, I think every last one of them should be hunted down and thrown in jail. And then I think they should be brought up on charges of sedition and treason and the punishment that comes with that. They should get it. Every last single one of them. This is not this is not let's let's be clear. This is not an abusive government that is abusing people and brutalizing people in the street. Now, let's be clear about that as well. It is doing those things, but not to the people that just tried to overthrow the government. 
The people that just tried to overthrow the government are the privileged people in America. And they're trying to overthrow the government because they disagree with who won an election. These are not people that are being mistreated by the government, that are being beaten by the government, that are having opportunities removed from their communities by the government. These are not the minorities that we constantly hear about that I'm a member of that are constantly being brutalized to have the statistics, the anecdotal evidence, the empirical evidence and everything else to back up what they're saying. No, these are the privileged elite that are doing the oppressing and the beating of people. These are the ones. And this is also explains why they aren't being held accountable. Every last single one of them should be held accountable because as bad as things are for black people in America, you have never seen in this modern age an organized attempt to overthrow the government by black people in America. And I know a lot of black people would feel some type of way about that. They think maybe we should, maybe we shouldn't. The fact of the matter is we have not. We have not. And I'm not even going to get into the pictures and all of that because we've all seen them with the contrasting levels of preparation for nonviolent events events versus this violent event. But one of the things to keep in mind here is that QAnon is spinning the block. QAnon are the people that worship Trump. I did a show on them a year or so ago. One of the longest shows I've ever done. They're spinning the block on this. They are now, they are still saying that Biden will never be president. That's still their plan. They are still saying that Trump will have another term. That is still their plan. And they still believe that Trump is the savior who's going to save them. That is still their plan. When you add all of these things together, the lack of the lack of security, support, personnel and preparation, the chaos from people resigning with the fact that these people still feel how they feel and the lack of sufficient deterrent for future activities. You get a potential mess. Inauguration day every day between now and a few weeks after inauguration day. is going to be dangerous. There's no other way to say it. Dangerous. For black people, especially, because you're getting accosted just for walking around in the streets. These people are feeling themselves too much. So, I just wanted to turn my mic on and talk. I didn't intend to talk for nearly 30 minutes, but that's where we are. I want to say this last thing before I shut this thing down. Take care of each other. I've seen way too many pictures of black people being brutalized with other black people in the background not doing anything. We got to stop that shit. We got to stop that. If you see somebody being brutalized, intervene. Step in. Political views be damned. Nobody should be getting beaten, abused, or anything else. Period. So, like I said, I just wanted to, to, to turn the mic on. I think it's going to be dangerous. 
Uh, QAnon is still out there. They're regrouping. That's a threat. Um, and, and you know, I don't want to I don't want to regrow over everything because it's a podcast. You can run it back. But definitely send in messages. Let me know what you think. Let me know how you feel. Um, like I said, if I get interesting replies, I'll cover them again in the next show. But this is where we are, people. This is where we are. This is what we're doing. I'll see you on Friday. Hopefully. Stay safe.